was as if he'd kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Kia and good and Orvin from RTL Today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg. I call it the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. Is that right, Scott? It's the only quarters of Let's Talk Sport, isn't it? Yeah. It's the, You're uh, not in your kitchen anymore, mate. It's the 12th of March. Um, the weather's starting to get a little bit better and, and enough for me to get out there and watch you play a bit of footy yesterday, Scott. It's show 78 of all uh, of, of all shows. We're creeping up there, aren't we? We're doing all right, aren't we? If, uh, this evening, we've got Mr Gavin Love in for the three-peat, third time. I'll tell you what, Gav, if uh, tonight's show goes as well as the last 15 minutes have gone in the uh, in the waiting room beforehand, I think we're in for a... We're in for a treat. In for a treat. How are you getting on, mate? I'm great. Thanks for having me back. I can't believe it. You know, three times. Fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, we've got Anthony Perez joining us uh, from Let's First News, um, and he'll be giving us the local BGL League roundup. As always, you can join us uh, on the show, 6215225000. Get involved. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Now, I'm going to go off script straight away. We randomly got into a conversation and we were talking about caves and stuff like that. So yep. I think we should continue it because it's very, very interesting. And yeah, Gav's, can I? Gav, okay, Gav's got Gav's some life words, advice. But... Gav, what was your life yeah. advice? Don't do it. Don't go into a cave. Yeah, just don't, don't do it. Don't go I mean, into it, a cave. I, mean, I know it must be a lot of fun for those people that do it, but my God. Those adrenaline junkies. Oh, yeah. But look, it's like you said, you said a minute ago, that guy, that guy, that UFC guy was in here, three kids and stuff. I mean... Let's just say it's just not for me. Yeah. All right, it's You're not more of me. an indoor person, aren't you, Gav? Absolutely. Indoor sports, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about if there's glow worms <laughs> in the cave? That w- would make it slightly easier, um, but still no, no. I don't think it's not my thing. Is that, it's, um, now normally on the show, I deliberately sit here and uh, try not to talk about movies straight away, but I'm going, <laughs> I don't even care, we're not even 30 seconds <laughs> on. Brilliant. Um, have you ever watched a film called The Descent? The descent. Oh, remind me. Remind me. Uh, right. So you know, do you know what potholing is? That's the way you like go underground and crawl through tiny spaces. I can see it by your yeah. face. You ain't doing that. No, no, I'm not doing it. No, no I know exactly. I'm, I do I'm, know what it is. I'm, I'm not doing that either. Like I would love to go bungee jumping. I would love to. Go, I've said this before. I'd love to go skydiving. I am not ever doing something like that. Um, and basically, the descent is where they go into these uncharted uh, caves, and they obviously find a few creepy crawlies down there. And it's a very a very claustrophobic movie and then there's a second one that comes out and it's just like you, you talk about what you're scared of that's what i'm scared of i imagine being stuck underwater that's not my cup of tea mate um and or, or stuck underground and then like what if there's water so you're more you're are you more afraid of the cave or the cave with water or the cave with water and not knowing what's down there you know how do you know there isn't something creeping down at the bottom of the cave have you been to the bottom of every cave in the world? No, no, I haven't. But I was in a cave recently in in, in water, but it was in the sea in in, in uh, Greece. That was quite nice. In the cave, in so a you, cave, you yeah. went into you went, a cave. Yeah, you're an idiot, mate. But, but it, it is a bit spooky when you get around the corner 
and you can't really see out. Were you, were you on a boat? boat? In the scuba no, the boat, no, the, the boat left us out and I swam so in. It was a small cave. Yeah, I mean, oh, you did but, this oh, wait there, voluntarily. But, but were you uh, like underwater? Like, was it like an underwater cave? No, there was a, you know, there was water in the cave, but I could breathe. Oh, oh that's amateur. Yeah, that's not even a cave. Okay, I thought you were wimping out of that, boys. Like two burly strong boys in here. I for a moment, I thought I was. We're just starting to get some parameters in place. You know, what constitutes a cave? Is it underwater? I thought a cave was underground, or is it a tunnel to be underground? Google. Google What's, that. what's the official, yeah. We're, we're, looking for a, we're, we're actually yeah. looking for an intern who's interested in being our Google person, so we can find out that, just like the Joe Rogan show. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, if you go home tonight and be like, oh yeah, well, watch your film, The Descent, just text me straight away. So Google the official that. answer oh is, a cave is defined as an opening in the earth large enough to hold a person. Most caves are created when slowly moving water dissolves or eats away at limestone rock creating spaces, caverns, and tunnel-like passages. There we go. There we have it. That's a cave. So I could dig a hole in the ground and lie in it, and I'd be like, I'm it, in a cave. No, that's called a molehill. It's called a... Isn't it? Dig a hole. It's not a cave. It's a oh, molehill. I'd dig plenty of holes, mate. It wouldn't call it, um, <laughs> I wouldn't call it... No, that's not a molehill. You just said, if there's a hole in the ground that a person can fit in... Yeah, it's a cave. Yeah, so if I come round your house in the middle of the night and be like, in the garden, Nathan, I'm digging a hole, I'm digging a cave, sorry, and then I get into it, it's a cave. It's a cave. So what's the difference between a hole and a cave then? We've le- we're, we're, I think we've learned something new here, haven't we? Um, yeah, but well, caves don't have to have water in it, do they? No. No. Uh, those caves <laughs> are all right, you know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but anyway, I, 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 the, the story came about, let's get to the root of it, the story came about because we were discussing uh, Joe Rogan's UFC podcast. podcast. We, we, you were talking about, you were listening to uh, Russell Brand. Yeah, brilliant. And you were feeling very, oh, you were feeling intelligent after listening to it, were you? Well, I think I was, that guy is, we said a minute ago, incredibly intelligent and articulate, I think was the, was the word. And um, now you feel, yeah. You do feel a little bit smart after listening to those guys for three hours. <laughs> this just reminds me, have you seen, uh, you must have seen the 40-year-old virgin. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, and there's the bit where he goes in and he's chatting to the bloke in the, uh, um, they're in like the car, the, the, the stereo place, and the bloke's going, um, he's going in, he's like, I'm going to need these of a price. It's it's um, Kevin Kevin Hart, isn't it? Mm. He's like, I'm going to be needing these of a price of on the house, you know, trying to hustle and stuff like this. And then the guy comes back to him with a few long words and Kevin Hart basically goes, you, you're throwing these big words at me. You know, I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's, that's two films within uh, five minutes, yeah, Scott. Going, that was, I actually really enjoyed that first six or seven minutes there, so hopefully everyone else listening did. Right, but, now there's a reason why Gavin's in the studio t- with us this evening. A real reason, not because we wanted him to get his three peak, but because next weekend he is one of the coaches at the um, at the basketball cup final. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations, Gavin. Thanks, thanks. I mean, a lot of hard work went into it. We've played some good basketball through the season, and uh, the guys have done a great job. So uh, it's exciting. I think you know it's at the oh, I pronounced it correctly, the the cock next weekend. It's at the cock, but you know. Grow up if you're laughing whilst you're listening to this. We write that, don't we? And it's in the, the the bigger arena of the two. There's two arenas in there. The semi-finals that we play were in the the the, the smaller one, as it were. Oh, so the one the that's one. in the middle of the athletic track. Yeah, that's right. Is oh, that not, so it's in the bigger one. What's, yeah. what's that like, difference-wise? Because, I mean, in the smaller one, the crowd are quite close to mm. the the pitch, or do they change the uh, the capacity I, and the, stuff? I think for they it? change it, right? It's, it's a court, it's Scott. 
to the court. Pictures. What did they say? Pitch? Oh, yeah, it's the court, Scott. It's the court. Uh, yeah, uh, I think they they bring it a little bit closer. But I, to be honest, <laughs> I've only watched one game there in like five years, so I'm I'm not too sure what they do. But I know there's, you know, it's it's going to be a big crowd. There's uh, the women's game before us, and uh, we're playing basket. Esher, a good team, and uh, the guys are very much uh, looking forward to it, and, and so am I. I'm sure it's going to be a good game. We've. Uh, We've encountered them twice already this season. We lost by six points in the second game and three points in the first. So both have been pretty good, good games. And they've finished second in the league. We've we've ended up fourth, separated by a couple of games. So I'm sure it's going to be uh, a tough game. And, One for uh, the bookies. Yeah, you're I mean, batting, you're batting very straight here. You know, uh, the bit, first big question I yeah. got for you is how many professionals do they have? That's a good question. Uh, throughout the season, they had three. The last game they played, they had two. Uh, and now we have th- three, um, so it's it's a, it's up and down. It's been like that through the season. But you're allowed to play three, or you're allowed to play two. Yeah, you're, uh, mate. We've had, this, we've had this. We've had this question before. I feel like we, I feel like we've had this conversation. You're allowed to play three, and some teams do, but we are playing only two at one time. Okay. Clear. Yeah. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, you know? Um, <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. It's, yeah. Fr- it's frowned upon. Um, so, I mean, obviously, did, did Esh finish top of the stack at the end of the year? No, so they finished second. But it was all very close between four teams. Um, but no, they're tough. They're tough, but, you know, anything can happen in a in a final. I would say that they're probably, uh, like you said, the bookies, they're probably slight favourites, I would imagine. Obviously, they've beaten us twice already. But anything can happen in a final. It's yeah, exciting, right. you know? If, who knows? I mean, back in the day when I was playing, we played the team Newcastle Eagles uh, the week before the final uh, and they beat us by 30 the very next week we played them in the final when we beat them by 12 anything can happen on the day and uh, it's just going to be a good event so I'm looking forward to it will you, um, will you be getting suited and booted for that bad boy? I mean you know when I first came to Luxembourg um, I was suited and booted every week but it's kind of not the done thing here so I've kind of de- oh, devo- devolved and got a bit more casual but I think what for about the final, for a final? I th- you know what maybe I, maybe I will come on we'll and, a, and a tie? a tie as well Okay. No, no, they don't. Can you do a tie, Gav? Can you wear a clip on or something? This isn't my first rodeo. Half wins, are I'll I'll rock the suit and the tie for you. Don't worry. Well, tell you what. When we see you beforehand, if your if your tie's crap, I'll redo it for you. Okay. Well, you guys are going to be there, right? Yeah, exactly. We'll be suited. I'll show you how to do a knot. I'll show you how to do a knot. I'll tell you what. We don't want to miss because there could be a little bit of action in the in the girls' match beforehand. It's it's a sensitive topic, isn't it? Let's cut right to the chase here, Gav. Oh no, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Do, if you are the dude launch coach, right? How? No, no, better yet. If you're the Grenjvold coach, yeah. how can you sit there knowing what's happened? Well, seeing as I'm probably going to see him on the weekend, I don't, I've never met the gentleman, to be honest. Um, I should be careful with my words. But I, I think it's, a, it's an incredible difficult situation, right? First of all, the only losers here are the players. You know, they, they, they didn't do anything wrong. You know, and you've got whoever was to make, I mean, Grenoble made the final now. So technically they won the game, right? Um, but T71, I wasn't at the game, but they believed they were ahead. So they obviously played the game differently. Like they may have, I didn't see it, but if they're up by one point with that five seconds, you hold the ball, you don't take that shot, you hold the ball, run the timeout. Um, and they believe they won the game. Uh, and then after the game, they changed the result because someone somewhere had messed up the, the scoring table. So this is not a player's <coughs> or a coaching problem. For me personally, I believe they should have played the game again because it was such a close game and it wasn't anybody's error players-wise or coaching-wise. I just believe they should have played the game again to get the final result. 
that's not what happened. And Grenoble are in the final. And it, it is what it is. Interesting to get Grenoble coach on. I mean, we've, we've, I spoke to Jerome, the, yeah. the, the, the coach of, of, of Dudelange. Yeah. And uh, he explained his situation there. But a little bit more of a fallout for him because he was also involved with the national team as right. an assistant coach as well. So, which he, you know, he sub- subsequently stepped down from, from that sure. role, which I can understand because you don't want to have any more conflict. Well, I think the FLBB, the governing body, that they did actually say play the game again, if I'm not That's right. That's right. Like they did say to play the game again, and, and that was kind of ignored, which was a shame. But, I mean, it's a very tough one. If you're Grenivold, like, well, we won the game. But if you're T71, you're thinking, well, we thought we won the game, so we played the game down the down the stretch in a different manner. So I think they should just play it again. They didn't do it. It is what it is, and, and these are the rules. But, I mean, I feel for the T71 players because they've lost out and no fault of their own. But these situations are very, very rare in any sport, right? Yeah, absolutely. I've never seen that before. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It just... Yeah. It blows your mind, doesn't it, Scott? <laughs> but yeah. as you say, you would... I know, yeah, I think it's fair to say that, um, you know, the different governing bodies in Luxembourg can cop um, a bit of flack for the way they, they do things. But it's actually really pleasing to hear that you say that the FLBB did turn around and say, yeah, let's play it again. But did, what happened there? Did it go up to the court of arbitration yeah, I think, or something I think it like went that? to another court. And then, to be honest, I stopped looking at it after a while. It was going from here to here to here. And, and, and somebody's decided, you know, something. Well, on, on Wednesday, they were still contesting it, weren't they? I, <laughs> you know what we should do is when we go down to obviously watch the game, we should go and find out who the scoreboard person oh, is and go and be like, now. did you... um? <laughs> When was your last game? And they'll be like, "Oh, you had the semis." I, I, I tell you, the, I tell you this: the scorers in that final, there's going to be they're going to be super on it. Yep. You know what I mean? They're going to be focused. Don't talk to me. I'm I'm concentrating. <laughs> yeah, look, I've got three I mean, buttons yeah. to press: one, two, and what, 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 hey, it's not as easy as you think. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, the, the clock, the time. I mean, look, it's. I feel bad for whoever, whatever did it. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Sorry, are you going to explain? Because I've been to a, not a lot of basketball. I'm not right? a table so official. You know that. How, right? what, what is? But how many sit on on the table? Because there's often about six on a table. Well, you got the statisticians. You got someone. You know, you got the stats guys doing the digi box. You got the the, the guys doing the book. You got the the, the, the um, doing the book. The so what's the book? Well, it's it's it is the digi. It's the same thing, but they're doing the official one. You have got the digi. Then you've got okay. the guys keeping the time, which is really difficult. Then you have got a commissioner, and then you have got some other guys just hanging out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it does. I, I just I mean, wonder what all the roles. Sometimes there's like six or seven people. That I'm not sure what everybody's doing. Maybe they're just keeping guys company. Okay. But there's yeah. there's a few guys there, you know. So, uh, you know. It's busy. Yep. And uh, when a coach goes on a rant in one of the basketball games, it's normally at the referee. I've, I've never ranted at a referee, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. All right. We'll be, we'll, we'll be there keeping a witness on uh, <laughs> I Mr. Think that's Mr. A, Mr. Brown. That's, we'll that's, <laughs> that's definitely a lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, but I, I, think, think, I think as you get older and you mellow a bit, you're like, you know, prime example, you know, my most recent feature, there is nothing going to come of, you know, like at the end of the day, some of them are incompetent, and it's it is what it is. You can't play without them, and you know, uh, you know, in the long run, it probably evens itself out. You know, it, yeah, if you and play I, enough. It's if you an play impossible enough. job, right? It's an impossible job. I, I think that, but I also think coaches we put so much into it every day of the week we watch the video we coach it and we're passionate about what we're doing so you know sometimes yeah I, I get a bit overexcited and whatnot but you know I do feel for officials because every time they blow the whistle somebody disagrees with them you know what I mean um, so it's definitely a tough a tough gig for them but you have some good good referees in Luxembourg you know and you know we're just working on the communication etc etc so uh, 
Yeah, hopefully there'll be no disagreements at the weekend. Just just to jump in there, you talk about the referees in Luxembourg. Is there um, is there like a different style, or do they do they favour or or not favour certain? What do you call them rules, or do you call them laws in basketball compared to like the US, compared to playing in the UK or in other parts of the world? Are there things they pick up on and don't pick up on? For sure, I think that here, um, my opinion is, you know, they, they let a lot go here in some games the game some of the games get too physical like um uh, but in different ways if you go to germany you watch them they watch the big guys they let everything go because it's a bigger league here is quite a small league but they they do let a lot go on the perimeter and a lot of hand checking and stuff and um but yeah it's different every league is different to be honest with you it can't be uniform it's supposed to be but nothing is uniform in any sport throughout you know europe or anything like that i'm sure you've you've seen it um but yeah here you know it's different Sorry to interrupt. I've just got a message from our boss, Mr. Samuel Steen, who said, don't forget that but we've got two basketball tickets to give away. Oh, that is so, right. So that's that right. I feel so a competition coming yeah, on. Yeah, so what? So um, we have a quick little um, committee meeting. We'll pack down on a scrum. And what's the <clears> question going to be? What was the score in the women's semi-final? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dynamite. There you go. If you are listening in, that is our question. Okay. The official score? What, oh, my uh, word. There you go. What was the uh, official score? official between Grangevold and T71 there you go and the, and the women's uh, semi-finals of the cup if you let us know well te- uh, text us in and uh, well, whatsapp us I say text WhatsApp it's bad us, that we it? think that's funny <laughs> it is funny, hey, you're going to get me in trouble man. Like, <laughs> but yeah whatsapp the answer Lad, we just opened us. the door you chose to walk yeah. through it okay? <laughs> okay. 621 52 5000 yeah, and we will um, we will announce the winner on Tuesday through our whatsapp uh, through our social media. We'll announce it on Wednesday on the show. On the show, Wednesday? Wednesday on the show. We'll okay. get in comms with them just before the show and let them know. Wednesday. Yeah, the, Perfect, there you go. Because I think it's going to be a cracking. We're, we're going well, to be we're, there, we're of course. We're going to be down there, but I um, just, just want to get into that whole experience, you know, just going off um, what you see from the NBA. I guess they try and want to make it that, you know, that that, that that sort of event. Is it, you know, can courtside seats, have you got people close to the action, you know? Is yeah. it like that? For so, sure. I mean, um, you know, it's the first time playing it that arena but yeah I mean there's there's seats pretty close to the court in the other in the other gym we were at and the guys are really close to the action yeah. and it is a family event that's what it's about you know you get all the family there you get a lot of the kids there and, and they try to make it as an intent, entertaining as possible um, and I think they do a good job so no it's it's a good event uh, the semi-finals were great I'm sure the final is going to be even better just just to, just to build on that how, how are you going about that as you as the coach you, you know you're lucky in the sense that for this game it's on a weekend so you haven't got to juggle people's work commitments and stuff are you um do you set up the day with the boys will some of them work out in the morning because read all these crazy stats about um there's a lot of boys who talk about kobe bryant and how he had this like you know no one trains harder than me and he would rock up and you know if, if there was a young gun up and coming he would make sure he was on the court and he wouldn't leave until he'd left you know talking about hitting like 500 free throw, yeah. you know a member mentality yeah. yeah yeah ridiculous ridiculous and and it's that you know are you saying right lads we're meeting at the gym at this time we'll sit down we'll work out we'll eat together or is it lads we'll see you at the cocker um half six i mean i i'm not <clears throat> a big advocate of training on the game day i think these guys as well like you said a lot of them have jobs and, and things of that nature so they need their rest we practice the 
uh, Friday night if we play Saturday. If we play Sunday, we'll practice Friday night and Saturday morning. But for the cock game, the last practice will be on the Friday night, and um, and we'll obviously we'll meet a few hours before for pre-game, etc. But I I imagine for for the final that will be that will be pretty much it. Um, I don't think it's necessary to practice on, on game day if we if we haven't practiced well enough, or the guys haven't retained all the information through the five practices during the week. Then um, yes, but you know. It's no good putting an extra one in, in my opinion. So uh, I think rest is really important. What, what about for the punters that are watching the game? Is there any razzmatazz halftime pregame pregame entertainment? Are, are we are we up to that in Luxembourg yet or not? I, um, I think um, I think the last game I think it was dances. I'm not sure about the halftime show because we're, we're busy. Yep. Um, but I think there's some uh, cheerleaders and stuff like that. I haven't seen any mascots um, in Luxembourg just yet. Um, what are you but, what are you busy doing at halftime? Are you is it tactics? Or are you giving them the spray? Are you launching the Gatorade thing? Or it, it depends. It depends how we're playing. To tell you the truth, I mean, you know, most of the time I'm pretty relaxed with these guys. We do have a veteran team. They understand what we're doing right, and what we're doing wrong, and um, normally, normally in the second half we come out guns blazing. I mean, at the weekend we were what down by one on Saturday, and we uh, were up by twenty five at the end of the third quarter. So Ooh. we do a good job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to give them. But give them a, a push in the right direction. It, it's, we say? It, it's an interesting one. Both all come in with our coaching hats on. It's uh, you, you, you do have to play the game, and it's like a, you, you have to take out that emotion and being like, right, we, I think we give them a rocket today, and just because you know, well, we've been quite easy on them, and then as you say, if they're a veteran team, they're probably. They're probably, they're probably think, yes, right. we'll probably do that. You know, it's it's one of those things. But that's the beauty of it. You got to learn. You have got some kids in there who you know can't take a take a spray from the coach, haven't for you? Sure, I always say that. You know, good good players want to be coached, or great players want to be coached. Do you know what I mean? You look at the greatest ones, Jordan Bryant. They'll tell you that you know that they want to learn and they want to see when they're not doing well. They want to be told. You know, if you can't take being coached, and that that's a that's a problem. So um, now all my guys are really good. They understand. <clears throat> The situation, like I said, they're veterans, so they get on with it. No, they're, they're pretty good guys. I think then, if there's someone young listening to that, go back to that point wherever we are, uh, 23 minutes and 20 minutes in, and go back. Young oh, players, they want to be the good players. They want to be coached. Are you are you coachable? Yeah, because that's it, that's huge. That's if you're massive. not coachable, you're you're just not going to get there. Yeah, or where where you're not going to maximise your potential. You're not going to get to where you potentially can be. Um, so now that is an important thing. Listen. Yep. You know, I'm a big believer in like uh, some coaches want to like keep their players and through the summer, I want my players, my young guys to go and do camps with other coaches so they can retain different aspects and different philosophies and they can retain what's good for them. I think that's really important. And you can pick up gems from different coaches just by spending a short amount of time with them. That's what we do. We've said it before, steal ideas from other people. That's what coaching is, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I think you look at, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're looking at somebody's ideas and then you can change it a little bit that, that suits, you know, individuals and teams. If I can talk briefly outside of Luxembourg, Max McClung, did you see him in, in the NBA slam dunk? What a week he had, eh? Wow. What a week he had. I was, think Was he also involved the day after they have the, um, what is it called, the NBA, uh, where the two, two players pick a... Oh, the All Star game. The All Star no, no, game. No, Did he wasn't. play that? No, he would, no, he's not an NBA All Star. He was like a two way player. So he, he was a G League player. And then he was signed to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I'm not quite sure. There's a two way. So he can play for both teams. Okay. Uh, because he signed for the 76ers, he was able to play in, or compete in the dunk contest. And I think something like his career earnings were like 100. 
$100,000. And then on that day, he earned like $100,000 in prize money. And then he was signed by Puma the next day. And then he was signed by this and sponsors and blah. I mean, the kid just went crazy. I mean, but he's entertaining. I think he's only like six one something like that, but he put on an amazing show. And what a week, yeah. you know what I mean? It, uh, changed his life. Changed his life, yeah. I was chatting yeah. to uh, a guy I teach with St. George's, uh, Billy McDaniel, yeah. about it. And he, he was sort of saying... The slam dunk competition needed something like that because it had been a bit of a. It's become you know crap the last couple of years. It's become quite boring to be fair, and the the uh, the NBA All Star Game has is awful. It's awful. The first thing they've got like two hundred one hundred ninety or something, isn't it? But they don't play anymore. It's the worst game of basketball I've ever seen. What they need to do to make it competitive, in my humble opinion, is they need to make it uh, the NBA All Star or the American NBA All Stars versus the rest of the world NBA All-Stars. And then you will see the pride come out and the Americans will want to beat the rest of the world. Personally, I think the rest of the world have a better lineup than the Americans within the NBA. I think that would be amazing. They've got like five former MVPs of the, uh, the foreign team. You know, you've got, you got Yanis and uh, Joe Kitch and uh, Doncic. You've got these players, it'd be amazing. And people really would want to see that and it would be competitive. Does the NBA go outside of the US? It has done in the past, but have, have we seen or, it recently? The NBA, they, have they played? Yeah, matches? they played in Paris like maybe a month ago. Okay. Yeah, and a legit wow. games, not just exhibition games, like a real league legit. game. There was one in London, I think last year, and they, I think one in Mexico City is coming up. So yeah, they do go out there and they promote basketball around the world and play real games, which is which is great. Fabulous, fabulous. You're hearing it all tonight. Just, just listening to you, I'm actually buzzing about coming down um, next weekend to see it and hopefully you boys crush it. Well, I hope so. Are you coming well, in a professional capacity with the cameras and stuff or are you just coming down to... We're coming here, as, we're, we're, we're coming in as Scott and Nathan. I think it'll and be, I think it'll be like, you know, half and half. So like, we'll come down, we'll be professional, we'll do all the, you know, do all the, uh, the serious stuff and then obviously when you win, you know... <laughs> so, what what happens. Happens, so has it, well, my daughter, 10-year-old daughter, she's mm. been to a few games at the Cock recently to, uh, I'm not sure what games they were, but she's she's been watching, took her down to Sessange to watch rugby yesterday, and, I, and, and she was up close and personal, so she could hear the or hear the, the impact, and there was a few big hits going in there from both sides, there's no doubt about that, and I, and I said to her in the car on the way back, I said, what, what's your favourite? And she said, basketball's my favourite. Very interesting. Really? Yep, so she'll be down there uh, watching uh, watching Edelbrook and... Excellent. Grunewald on, on, on Friday. But it's interesting to know what, 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 what does a 10-year-old girl who's never been to, to let's say, professional or, the, or sport at the highest highest level, highest level in Luxembourg, that's for sure. Yeah, very, but, I mean, very, there's, very there's plenty of teams in, in Luxembourg for girls and camps. I mean, I'm going to run a, a camp this summer in Nettlebrook as well for, for, for different age groups as well. And uh, I think it's important. Luxembourg have only just really started running camps um, and I think they're the best way to first introduce kids to the game but also um, guys to have expert coaching and, and on a number of days in a row and things yep. intense coaching I think it's, it's, it's brilliant so I'm really looking forward to that oh, super super that was a little plug there. I did that. He did that, that? did that really well. We'll, <laughs> we'll be hitting you, up, we'll get, hitting you we'll, up on the 15th we'll, of July. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll probably get told to um, take that out. On the uh, on the subject there of the... Uh, I couldn't find anything about scoring, so I was like, we'll talk about the timekeepers. A bit of Madonna here to keep the, uh, the punters happy. We'll take a short break. Absolute banger there from... Uh, I don't know what my DJ name would be. DJ DJ Brownie? That's oh, lame. <laughs> DJ Brown stuff? Brown yeah. pants? I don't know. 
you love it, that's for sure. Hey, yeah. just while we finish off on, or not finish off, but we're going to touch on it throughout the show, um, some basketball, New Zealand basketball, the New Zealand Breakers, they play in the Australian League. Oops, and the uh, Australian done that in League. A while. I haven't done that in a yeah. while. Normally it's, normally it's my nose. <laughs> uh, um, they play uh, in the Australian competition, the NBL. NBL. Yeah. And anyway, they're through to the final. Okay, it's two two in the series. They beat the they beat the Sid, Sid, Sydney Kings. Sydney Kings, Sydney yeah. Kings. Yeah. And on Wednesday, they've got the they've got the final. They were down. They got thumped in the first one in in, in Sydney. They went, got back to uh, being two one down. In Auckland, last night I think it was yeah Saturday night, they put on a big show. And it's a, it's a good league. It's, it's a good league. It's a really good league. And and even now, some guys um, that are projected to go into the NBA, instead of going to college, they've gone to uh, to the Australian League to kind of apply their trade and improve. And then they've gone from there to the NBA, like the young guys. Uh, it's strong, strong league. It's well put together, very professional. Um, yeah, brilliant place. Here's a question yeah. for you, just to, to, to pick on that. But you talk about we we look to the Americans for this uh, this system they have in place. You know this conveyor belt of talent coming through. You know you go in high school, college, then uh, you know NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, whatever way they all you know follow this draft system. How does it work if you don't go to college? Um, you know, if you're that good and you, op, you know, maybe you're you ain't the sharpest thing in a the place. They keep the sharp things, you know, and you decide to go to Australia. How can you just be tapped up? You can still be, no, you still be, you're still drafted. You're still drafted. Like they can draft someone that's 28 years old that plays in Spain. It do, you okay. don't have to be a rookie or anything like that. It's just for your, that team will own your rights for the NBA. But oh, okay. You, so just to jump in there. So drafting yeah. doesn't actually mean taking you from college to um, that's how it NBA, was, but that's not how. Now. No, yeah. like you, I, you could <clears throat> draft uh, a Spanish kid, right? And he'd be like, "All right, well, thanks, but I'm staying in Madrid," and he'll never go there. You know what I mean? But obviously, you wouldn't do that. You would ask him, "You will come if we draft you, right?" You know. But that has happened where they stay in Spain or Italy for a couple more years, and then they come over later. But they would own their rights, so no one else from the NBA could could, could take them. That's really, I hope I'm right on that. that. That's really interesting because I, I was always the assumption that you had to go to college to then progress to the next level. No, no, because people from high school now, they keep changing the rules, but the people from high school now have gone direct. Like Kobe Bryant went straight to the NBA. Kevin Garnett went straight to the NBA. They didn't go to college. They're the, old, oh, really? they're the older generation though, but even yeah. like, um, who's the big one at the moment? Most recent one. Big uh, name. Uh, Luka Doncic, but no, I mean, he, never no, went to, he didn't um, go to college. American, he's he's American, Slovenian. American guy. Who's the last one? He's got a cool name. He's got a cool name. Um, there's loads of them. <laughs> He's really, um, really good basketball I know, players. I think he played a year at Duke. What's his name? Oh, gosh. Uh, he, got, he's, 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 he was tapped up. He was big. He's an absolute monster. Oh, that's going to annoy me. You go check it out. Yeah. I've got another one for you, okay. Kate. Have you seen in Serbia the two teams? You've got uh, Red Star and yeah. uh, pa- um, Partizan. Partizan. Yeah. Oh, have wow. you seen their fans? It's amazing. Have you ever been? Have you, have you I've ever never been? been to that, but I would love to. You'd love to go. I mean, a little bit scary as well, I think. I oh, mean, they just throw okay. like a, a thousand toys onto the court uh, uh, on <clears> the jump ball and they're going crazy. But that's amazing, isn't it? What an atmosphere to play in. Yeah. Yeah. Just recently, very intimidating I, as well, though, for yeah. the way a huge advantage for the home team. Right? Two weeks ago, I was around at a friend's house, Serbian's uh, place for dinner. Um, lovely dinner, by the way. And um, yeah, they showed me on the YouTube that the, the crowd's going 
crazy. Yeah. Like, that, that would that, be that's some. That's for the play. basketball, is it? It's yeah. for the basketball. So we, I mean, we've all seen in, in, in football. Let's use football as probably where they're really loud. That's what it's like. That's what you compare This is in an arena. They've got flares in the arena. Yes. Health and safety issue. It might be. Yeah. No dramas out there. Well, how do you think a flare would go off on Saturday if someone was out for the cop, mate? Um, but they, uh, there was a, I remember there was a video doing the rounds and I think Arsenal were playing Red Star in the in Belgrade I want to say Champions League but it might have been the Europa League I don't know if they're good enough to get the Champions League but they showed how the stadium is set up and the changing room is miles away from the the ground and you basically walk down this tunnel and it's all very I'd imagine it was all built back when it was communist and all that sort of stuff and you you have the riot police on one side of the um, thing just loads of them and you just have to what, walk on the way to the changing room on the way, no on the way from the changing room to the pitch and I'm like oh, you just love to experience that sort yeah. of atmosphere I'll tell you what if you want to, to change to... your change your shorts on the way, <laughs> way to the way to the pitch if you want to go to Belgrade. <clears throat> I'm in with you, Gav, because that would be a fabulous trip yeah. away to go and see that. But yeah. I mean, as you say, you'd be you'd, you'd have your wits about you because um, certainly intimidating, just being in any, even being partial yeah. in the stands. There. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I mean, that's what makes basketball great. There in that country, it's amazing, right? I yeah. mean, wow. Well, would they would there be a number of Serbian players playing in the NBA as well? I mean, there are Serbian players. Oh, I, I don't want to get it wrong, but I yeah. think uh, I mean Doncic is Slovenian, but. Jokic is a two-time MVP. Um, is he Serbian? I think he might be. I hope yeah. I've got that right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it all kicks. Very, off. very interesting, Gav. I know you've obviously uh, you've, you've alluded to this before we, we came on air. So we'll just one of the hot topics at the moment is obviously um, you know the stuff um, centered around Gary Lineker. You know, and the comments that he's come out to make, um, obviously about the criticism of the the Bridgeport government policy around you know to do with asylum and illegal immigrants and such you know where do you it well he compared it to uh basically nazi germany yeah i mean really yeah i i, I you know that's 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 that's, ser- that's serious isn't it no, i mean i mean the whole every don't get me wrong everything is really serious but I, i'm not sure he should have should have said that but i mean it's, a, it's certainly a contentious issue his, right now his words were an, imme- an immeasurable cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable people in, in language that is not dissimilar to that used in germany in the 1930s i think it's quite a big it's a big statement today i, I you know and i realize that he's got a lot of a lot of support you know clear because everybody's mm. backed him and supported him because are they supporting him to have the freedom of speech or are they supporting what he said well i want to go to the comment section and a lot of them are, sa- are saying exactly that your first point a lot of them are saying it's the freedom of of, of free speech right. the interesting one there is a clause that the bbc have with their staff and that is that they're not able to get into political their staff are not able to get into political movements because the BBC is supposedly impartial. Impartial. I mean, I think I sort of will dig back. But you remember Gary Lineker is not actually a staff member. He's a he's a freelance. He's doing all right because he's, he's only one point three five million as a freelance. Does he freelance. does he come underneath there? But does he still have to? Um, Paid by their rules as a freelancer, I would, I would imagine so, so right? I would you would, w- one, one would think so. 1.3 million. It doesn't pop up saying Gary Lineker, match of the day host, ha- um, in brackets freelancer, <laughs> does it? When it pops no, up on no, the news. No, you know that, I mean? very, yeah, very yeah. good. Is that the best job in the world where you don't have to run up, you're not getting stressed <laughs> about the result, you're just watching it and talking about it with the lads? 
That's the best job yeah. in the world. Mate, I tell you, who's the... Um, there's the, the three lads... We're going off on a tangent here, as always. There's the three lads who do the Champions League stuff. I can't remember um, of the lady um, who hosts it. Forgive my ignorance. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i search it now whilst you two are talking in a second. And then you've got Thierry Henry. Brilliant. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie Carragher. And there's a fellow called Michael Richards, who is actually really, really good. And yeah. he, he makes him yeah. come into his own. Yeah, yeah, yes, isn't he? But he's he's mate, relatively new, right? Yeah, well, right. He, he's really he, good. He retired really quite good. young, didn't he? he? Got a couple of England caps. Yeah, and, you know, no, was like injured, him. so he like retired. Him. But mate, he cops some flack. Like where basically they're like, and welcome to tonight's show. We've got Thierry Henry, four times Champions oh, League right. winner, <laughs> and then it's Jamie Carragher, um, uh, two-time winner, and Michael Richards, who made five appearances in the Champions League and oh. yeah, mate, I tell you what he takes it in his mate, stride but he's, harsh, I really like harsh, him really really like one him one of the things that I like about uh, about it or that situation is his um, the love affair that he has with Roy Keane they get on very well because they're almost like two two yeah, opposites um, in character right mm-hmm. and um, yeah they are yeah, yeah I like watching Roy away. Keane he does make me laugh he's yeah very dry, yeah, very like hard, um, hard, honest. Sorry, just brutal. to jump in there, it's Katie Abdo, okay? Or, uh, yeah, Katie Abdo, who's the co-host. So sorry, I didn't get that one right. But yeah, um, but, it's, but it's certainly <laughs> coming back to the actual point we're talking about on BBC, it's certainly kicking off. Um, the BBC bosses have got a lot of a lot of work to do over the next uh, well, seven days. But they're not going to let go of Lineker go. Why not? You wow. just, why don't you just chuck the book in? Like at the end of the day, right? BT, BT have already tried to. Well, they're, they're, they're waiting. They're like they'll be like the magpie sitting on top. But, yeah, but he can say whatever he wants because he knows if they fire him, he'll be signed the next no, day for more money. No, he can't. No, he can't say whatever you want. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I didn't mean he should. I meant as an individual. If we say something wrong, we might lose our jobs. And right. it's going to impact. It's, it's going to impact, impact our us. lives. It's not going to hurt him, so he feels he can say whatever he wants because tomorrow he'll get a bigger wedge from Sky or whoever. Yeah. So, yeah, what so can BBC we, are do? We, are we in agreement where sport, sport, and politics is politics? It should stay out of it, in my yeah. humble yeah. opinion. It and should. We, and we there's, should, there's and all, we should do our best. Yep. being in the field of sports to stay away. Stay away. We've from got to do our best. Sometimes, unfortunately. They do cross. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible for it not to, uh, you know, with certain countries that are banned and things like this. But, you yes, know, but, yeah. but I think for the most part, we should do our absolute best to not. And I just don't think he should but, have said those but things. What, what I don't understand is I think, you know, that's a, that's a substantial amount of money, 1.35 million. It's not bad, is it? Plus whatever endorsements with whoever he he's got, you know, and, you know. Um, well, look at the power I, he has. 8.7 million <clears throat> followers on Twitter. Well, yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm about that's to phenomenal. get into. If you're, you know, you're, you're, you're earning that much, that, that sort of money... But you, you've got like, what are you spending that on? Because, mate, how have you not got somebody? Firstly, running your social media, and secondly, someone to sit you. You know, do you not have someone to sit there and be like, I'm thinking of tweeting this, and he's going to go, I don't think you should put that out. Do you think you should have like a five minute delay? Where someone can check it and go, five minutes, oh no, this is a bad idea, Gary. Here, I was thinking about posting yeah. this, what do you reckon? I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know. But he's not backing down, he's, he's, no, he's keeping I, going, I, you know. I, I get that, but what I'm saying to you is like, you know, as soon as you become a, um, well, what's the word, influencer, I guess, yeah. you know, once you have that social media following, I think you have a, you have a, you know. Responsibility. You do have a responsibility, yeah. but you can't, you can't just take the good. Do you know what I mean? If you're, yeah, it, I agree. It, it, yeah, no, swings, 100%. Swings, I mean, look, Gary ways, Lineker was my like because he was my childhood hero. I must say that, like, you know, we had the same initials. We played. The, he played for Spurs. I, I, you know, I used to love that guy. But I, <coughs> I, I, 
I think he's a great presenter and all that, but yeah, I, I think he's just wrong here. I'll probably get slated for that, but I, I think he's wrong. Oh, we're allowed, we're allowed our, uh, our opinion. Right. He was yeah. allowed his opinion. We're allowed yeah. our opinion. Sure. But it's quite, it's, it's sure. quite interesting that uh, we all share the see, same, same opinion. That's where I think it, it can, if you want to go a bit deeper into it, that's where the whole thing can get completely messed up because just by you saying, yeah, I don't agree with that, mm. is someone going to turn around and go, oh, well, you do agree that, you know, with... But the essentially the treatment of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. wait, wait, wait. When I said I don't agree with it, I think no, I don't I'm, agree I'm with him. Making, I'm just trying to give this context. Be able to give his political views. That, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. But like you said, people can twist whatever you say whenever you did. Exactly, yeah. exactly, for sure. Exactly. And I think that's the problem you have these days. Is we've got, you know, everyone has a uh, everyone has a right to uh, believe mm. what they want, you know. But I think I've, once you have that following, and you're able to influence other people i think you have to i don't want to say you have to rein it in i just think so you're saying in in a year you two got to be far more careful than you are now why because we'll be bigger yeah that's what i'm saying we'll have bigger opinions (laughs) big opinions big yeah we'll be our only guest (laughs) mate yeah Yeah, no certainly certainly we're not we're not going to hear the end of this i mean actually i would be quite we, we we spoke earlier on in the year in fact when we first um you know, well, not earlier on in the year, but when we first started it, you know, we did a lot of stuff on the sort of transgender topics and uh, there's there's so much of it out there. You know, you could almost do a whole show talking about all these um, different, uh, I don't want to say, it's not fair to say minorities, but certainly, you know, it seems that there's, you know, it was very, there was just a couple of, I've got to be careful how you say this, but let's just say there was certain, uh, the population was split into, certain demographics i think that would be the way to, yeah. to put it whereas now there's so many different frac you know it's fractured off into so many different channels you know just by you wearing Very a blue right. shirt you could be offending somebody like that you know well you never know what's going to happen in time as well because sometimes they, they, they come back you know yeah society can you know what happens in society today doesn't mean that it's um that it's going to be right tomorrow we have we have got anthony perez who's just joined us we will get you involved anthony in a second here with the bgl league but got a couple other bits um i don't think that's the end of the gary lineker thing i think we'll uh, we'll bounce back to that but as i say it's uh yeah i think as uh, I'm, I'm repeating myself but as soon as you you get into that position what, what should his punishment be if any in your opinion <laughs> what can how can you punish him uh, one one million instead of one point three. I still don't think he's bothered about no, bothered right. about that. That'll affect right. his tax bill, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, he's, it may, perhaps he could take a few more migrants into his house because he's, he's he's taken a few, hasn't he? So, is he? Yeah, I mean, he at least is, he's yeah. backing up what he's saying. Yeah. No, he's ta- he's taken a few yeah. into his house. I don't know if they're still there. He might. Have, I'm yeah. not sure if. Um, don't know how good the, the good cooks they were, or if they, they certainly weren't paying their way. But we've was, got a, well, I think, yeah. I think we've we've got to talk about the rugger. Obviously, Six Nations. Um, so we'll get into that. Yeah. Wales beat Italy, which. You think is no problem at all, but that's a huge win for Wales. Was um, yeah, the WRU is a shambles at the moment. They are bleeding money all over the place. There's talk of players who are you know quarter of a million quid being to be offered thirty thousand pound contracts next year because they don't have any money for it. There's now talk of so you've got the it used to be the regions. Okay, and they obviously used to feed into it, and now you've got the professional clubs. So you've got the Scarlets in Lethley, you've got the Dragons who are in Newport, you've got the Blues who are in Cardiff, and you've got the Ospreys who are in Swansea. Now, it is my understanding that there's a club who play in the Championship in the UK called Ealing, Ealing Trailfinders, and they haven't satisfied the criteria to go up to the Premiership. You obviously submit your proposal. You have to have a certain capacity. You have to be able to hold 12,000 people, even though the average attendance in the Premiership is like two... I don't know what it is. It's embarrassing. But um, 
they are now said to be merging with the Ospreys. So a London club are going to merge with a Welsh club. So it's, Ooh, it's all... How does that work? New, yeah. I don't know. You need to go and... New, to new go and dig, times there. Dig into it a little bit. But well, that man, um, Burley, he was a proud man up at Sissons yesterday. Um, yeah. Wales deservedly beat Wales. Who have Wales got next week now? France. France. They'll probably turn over France. France. Speaking of France... Mate. Goodness me. Luckily enough, I was in hospital for the whole time getting my dislocated finger put that back in. So I came back at 78 minutes and the score was... Fifty-three ten, not a good day. But at the it's what those, psycho- those oh. the psychologists don't they? They use that word in, in sport like flow, isn't it? It's when you get into that state, which is just the optimal. And you know, there's nothing else is happening apart from you know that that ball you're throwing or kicking, passing. But France were in that. I don't, that that is a um, that's a ruthless display. It was clinical. It was. Per- one would argue it's perfection at Twickers as well. At Twickers, at yeah. Twickers. Yeah. Now. England weren't at their best. Did France make them play like that? You know, yeah. it was phenomenal, 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 and a great, a great spectacle to watch. But um, and then obviously uh, Ireland prevailing over Scotland. Scotland went seven nil up. Um, it wasn't. Tw- it wasn't twenty two seven. Was it the final score? Yeah. Was it? Or did Ireland get another one at the end? I think they might have got another one. When I um, when I when I looked at some notes there, I just thought I put twenty two seven. But it was um, it was a, it was a battle up until fifty seven minutes. It was only one point in it. it was and it was um, you know Sexton converted to make an eight point lead, and then it moved. They moved through the gears when, in the sixty first minute with a with their third try. I yeah, no, it finished twenty two seven. Yeah, finished up twenty two seven. So the score line looks. Yeah, and in fact, uh, the second half it was, um, you know, I, th- I guess Scotland ran out of fuel. Next week's going to be interesting, though, because we've got Scotland will be at home to Italy. I don't think, I think it's going to be a massive anticlimax, you know. That game? Italy aren't going to get near Scotland. Who's the other game? Wales, France. Uh, France, so- Wales will get a hiding off France, and England will get a hiding off Ireland. That's what will happen next Do you think weekend. England will be better? No, I don't. If, I think I think Smith. I think I think I think he gave Smith the chance. I, I think he should give Smith another go. Will he? So, so the the summary of the Six Nations is yes, clearly France and, and and Ireland are the top two countries in the world, and England a long way off the pace, a yeah. long way off. Yeah. Can they turn it around for the World Cup? We have to it's see. Been, it's been done before, isn't it? Wasn't yeah. in France in two thousand and seven when England made the final. They were pet. They were they were pants in the in the um in the in years the pole, in the pole play. They almost yeah. lost to USA and and Lille. Yeah, they were they were awful. They got, they got beaten thirty six uh, nil thirty six nil in the, in the first game against South Africa. Yeah, so interesting, interesting. And some others and some other news. Um, Michaela Sheffrin is she the greatest skier of all time? She's just recorded her eighty seventh World Cup win. That people are calling her the goat, and she says, "Well, I don't want to be called that." That reminds me of a. 87 World Cup win. World Cup win. How, how, we write, World Cup skiing. World Cup skiing, different, different, different events. It's, different right. different it's not World right. Cup as in one once every four years, obviously. Right, I was going to yeah. say, that's quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> as always, gents, we get joined on a Sunday evening by Mr. Uh, Anthony Perez from uh, Let's First News. Anthony, what have you got for us in the uh, the BGL League? Any drama, any funny stories? I love this time oh of the week. Us, we have a lot of drama today. But before the news of the day are women... First league and PGA league. Let's start with the women. With the women quickly because there are no big surprises except one game, who ended as a draw. So yesterday the match day 13 in the first in the first women's league was played, 
At first, Earl against Jung Linster. Both teams didn't go over a draw as the match ended 1-1. Coraline Navale scored for L, Jessica Birkel for Jung Linster. And highlight of the game was, after the injury of their first keeper, Tamara Cardoso, in goal, the outfield player, Laura Davili, had to replace her between, between the posts and actually did a pretty good job. And for the stats, she's actually the fourth out, outfield player who played in goal this season in the First Women's League after Ashley Delgado, Jean Flamand and Naomi Pika. Fun fact. There you go. <laughs> and then three more games ended 3-0. At first, Betambo, who defeats Defendange and were dominant for the whole game. Shout out to Yara Dos Santos, who played a very good game as a fullback and was nominated as our female player of the week. Then young girls Dickish didn't let Parfondal surprise them and also won by three goals. And with that, with that win, they climb up on the fourth place. And finally, the Anton VMG finally celebrate uh, their uh, one win after a long streak uh, with defeats after beating Vincher. And their new player, Christina Rosen, scored twice after Maura scored the opener. Last but not least, Mama did the homeworks in Vossa Village and won 8-0. No hat trick for Amy Thompson, only two goals. Only two goals, huh? What a machine. But it's still another machine. <clears throat> goals on the back. The show rolls on. What about the uh, the men's league then? What have you got for us? Any drama? Ah, nah, it's coming. Did lunch. Did lunch. Did lunch concede their third home defeat in a row against Wu? Yep. Hostart. <laughs> I wish. It's. It's the team who defeated Hesperance last week in your Titus painting, which is actually crazy when you wow, think about it. Wow, two big wins for, yeah, for yeah. Petange. Well done. When you, when you are the team who beat the both title contenders in less than one week, that's actually kind of crazy. Wow. Uh, Campes Tequila was the match winner after scoring with his head in the 71st minute. Now, did Hesperance take again advantage of it? No. They didn't take full advantage, let's say it. They drew, did they? They drew. Who'd oh. they draw to? Etzel Atelbrick, the red lantern of the oh. league. There we go. You, you happy with that, Kev? Do you support them in the football? Or is it just in the basketball? Do you have that sign in your contract as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anthony yeah. says they're gone. They're gone already. They're not coming back up, you know. That's, that's my objective point of view. Well, they were, they were gone, but if you can go 2-2 two, two with... Uh, with yeah, that's still hope. <laughs> with champions Hesper. You know my calls are always wrong, so there's still hope for them. Yeah, the game ended as a 2-2 draw, and the Swift extend their lead by only one point, which leads to a three-point gap between both teams. For information, uh, the duel between Dulange and Hesperange is going to take place on the 16th of April. Now, talking about Nidacon. After defeating Jonas Esch 1-0, thanks to a goal from Bilal Hand, Nidacon celebrated their ninth win in a row in the league, which is actually crazy. And uh, now we can ask ourselves if we, if we could actually count them back in the title race because there's only a seven-point gap between them and Hesbronch. And you know, in football, nothing is impossible because, in my opinion, Dulange and uh, Hesbronch have kind of like a weak, a weak, uh, how we say it, weak face. Do we say it like that? Yeah, go on. A weak streak. Yeah, a week, a week, okay, so at the moment, yeah, they're, yeah, in, a, the they're, in, a, they're in a bad, bad rut. What do we call it, Gav? Um, what do you call it? Better up, but probably a poor run. Poor run, run exactly. Lull, run. There we go. Yeah, yeah. A lull in form. Oh, oh. oh. they're all coming we back. You don't about. need big words we to make it sound cool. Yeah, 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 I tell you what, you <laughs> came out with something very good. Go back very to good. sleep, Scott. Go back to sleep. <laughs> The, the BBC might be listening to you, Scott. Yeah. If you actually if you think about it, now Hasbro's rule. We're gonna have to pay me 1.35 million anyway. Take that for nothing. <laughs> when you when you when you look at Hasbro's, who haven't now won for two games in a row, and do launch, will consider their third defeat at home in a row. You, you might think that Nidacon might come back. Who knows? Who knows? But there's not only Nidacon who have a good streak. We also have Mondorf because they ended Fola's winning streak, and it was only a little win. It was five nil. Wow, Adam Pete doing the job there with uh, Fowler. That, that's where he is, isn't he? Adam's with Mondorf, Scott. 
That is right. Yeah, Adam Pate. Yeah, doing good things down there. Fuller was there with the old. They had a good win last week as well, I think. Um, no, no, what? Mondorf. Mondorf. What? It's a third win in a row, actually. Third win, yeah. We are staying up. And they are, <laughs> in, in, my opinion, they are in my opinion, the, actually the surprise of the season, beside Petosh. They're sixth place after, after having to fight against relegation in the last few seasons. And yeah, they, they're going to have nothing to do with the relegation. Maybe they can fight for Europe. And only eight plays behind Petosh. Who knows? Who knows? And this is how the other games went. I have a, I have a little story for the end, actually. Strassen wins against Kershaw in 2-1. Rosberg uh, with a surprising win against Racing 4-2. And they get three very important points in the fight against relegation. And finally, Hostad against Wills. The game ended 2-2. And now, funny story. When I, when, I, when I looked at my phone today, I saw 2-1 for Hostad. And it was 95th minute. And my, my friend told me uh, that the game was over. Shout out to you, Mino. Uh, yeah, he told me the game was over, so I, I I went to Snapchat and I and I posted a story of me celebrating with him the the, the win of Hostar. Yeah. And I and I tagged a friend with with uh, supporter from FC Vils and I said in the video, Ah, Vils, Vils, you lost. And then one minute later, what I'm seeing, Vils equalized one in the 96 <laughs> minutes. I take your words. And, and then he wrote me instantly later. Like big, 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 big karma. Like yeah, that's I karma for you, brother. But I, I, I kept the story because it was kind of funny. So I, I did next story. Like I apologize for everything I did <laughs> to, to him. I'm sorry, GG, GG. And yeah, funny, funny story for the end. And yeah, let's I mean, let's have a look at the table. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Table. Let's go. No, what what words don't we use for the table, Anthony, on <laughs> the, this show? The placement. The class more. <laughs> Classification. <laughs> The table. The table. Yeah. So at first we have still Hasbrons with 51 points, three, three points behind Dudelange with 48, Nidakon with 44, on the fourth place Petosh with 39, Rasik are on the fifth with 35, Mondorf with 31, on the seventh Jonas Esch with 28. I forgot to mention that Diffredange also won the game against Monorish. I forgot to mention this. They with a new coach, I believe, as well. With a new coach, exactly. It, it's their um, youth coach, actually. Look, what was that steer for, Scott? Well, it was just like, that was a good bit of information. You know when you look over to someone and they're like, when, so I was hoping Gavin would make eye contact with me so we could do this one and be like... <laughs> Ooh, like that what did Gav do he was still staring at Anthony's football show he didn't even look at me did he and then he caught me looking over at him um, yeah yeah we have Strass on the 9th with 25 Vils on 10th with 23 on 11th Rosborn with 21 Fola on 12th with 19 and then the four relegation places at first for the playoffs Monterey and Kershing with 17 points on 15th Hostad with 16 and on the last at Salah with 12 points we've obviously got that uh, you know match against Portugal coming up in the next couple of weeks. weeks so is will Luke Holtz be naming his squad quite soon for that I would imagine um, is it a free week when it's a national when it's a national when yeah, the national yeah, yeah. team are free yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah you have no league actually fun fact, the women are playing but not the men uh, normally I guess that's because Traditionally, there's probably more players from the men's who are going to yeah. play for the. Uh... I, I, also, uh, I didn't. I, I I meant like when the men's are playing, women are still playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when 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 the women's national team is playing, obviously uh, they don't play as well. In yeah. The yeah, yeah. I'm oh, okay. We've got to give a, a quick shout out while we're on football. Quick shout out to Kim Olufsen, who's going doing a uh, doing an internship for uh, several months out in Sydney. 
She's a former... Uh, she's a West Tigers. She, yeah, she's a former... Racing. Uh, racing and yeah. national player for Luxembourg and for Iceland. And she's out at uh, Lunex University. So she's going to... What, what a placement to go to West Tigers in the, in the NRL. See how it's, it's done. A, see, see how it's done. done. You know? Wow, week. I hope you enjoy yourself... Uh, <laughs> down there Kim obviously um, Gavin thank you so much for joining us um, it's going to be amazing next weekend you guys are going to crush it really looking forward to it and hopefully being down and in around we can sort of spread the good world I mean you obviously talk about um, how good an event they make it down there at the cock Anthony thank you very much for joining us obviously oh, good. always good to yeah. have the, the latest up to speed news I've already marked 16th of April Hesper versus Doodlange <laughs> Uh, in the um, in the diary, that'd be a good down, good uh, to go down and watch and it's set off a few flares. Right. You know, can we get <laughs> can we get a, a let's talk sport coloured flare to set off? Uh, just uh, on that, obviously next Saturday you've got the finals of the men's. That is preceded by the women's final. We'll be down watching both of those. Really looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, you've also got two um, tickets. We've also got two yeah, two tickets. tickets. So and listening, you've got to wear blue, by, guys. By the way, yeah, blue. Yeah, you got to I, wear I blue. put it off. I yeah. put it off for you tonight. There, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I, I, I get you a couple of t-shirts. Yep. A couple of t-shirts. Couple of t-shirts. You're killing me. You've been on three shows and all we're getting to t-shirt. Cheeky. Um, <laughs> he thinks he's Gary Lineker already, doesn't he? <laughs> we used to kill it like that. What am I supposed to say to that? Huh? Um, just uh, also coming up, you've got uh, Luxembourg taking on Austria in the table tennis. You've obviously in two weeks' time um, got Luxembourg taking on Portugal. That's at Stade de Luxembourg. That's a Sunday night kickoff. And then obviously the big one um, is Luxembourg against Moldova on the 14th of April. As always, you can check out the rest of the team. Sam Steen from 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. You've got Stephen Steps blow with his lunchbox Oh, from 12 o'clock. And then you've got Melissa Dalton from 3 tomorrow with the home stretch. We will be doing our domestic show roundup when I will obviously be talking about the hiding we took yesterday uh, up at Sessange and we'll be giving the rundown of all the domestic sport going on in the Grand Duché. Nathan, gents, it's been an absolute pleasure. Have I forgotten anything to breathe when I'm doing that bit? No, but I've got your little digit here. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. No yeah, sympathy from anybody. <laughs> is what it is. Huh? It is what it is. You'll hear from us on Wednesday at seven o'clock. Um, Until then, it's sure. Sure. Oh my goodness! Anything like that. Let's talk sport on RTL Today Radio.